Hi everyone, this is Jay and welcome to another episode of 50 Shades of Jay. Okay, so today's episode, um, I think this is a little bit of a follow-on from how I finished the last one. Um, something I wanted to go into in more detail. Mm. And the word that comes up, I think, for this episode is, is vulnerability. And really, I feel how being more vulnerable has led me and taught me and given me the tools, really, uh, and really has been the key to being able to love more deeply. And this word, uh, deep, I think could be another, another word for this episode, so... Vulnerability and depth, and and the strength that lies within being vulnerability, uh, being vulnerable. I had some conversations recently with my partner about this, and some other people, and just observing my own thoughts and feelings, and how this has changed for me over the years. And um, some of this might be a little bit on the fly, actually, as I talk about this, but um especially in the last few years, I feel like something's kind of cracked open in me, uh, almost like a volcano, like really opened up in me, like an emotional release, uh, an energetic release. Um, When I think back to some episodes I had around this over the last few years where I had this these super strong openings, they felt like, um, emotional openings that at the time felt overwhelming and scary. And when I look back, um, I view them as more like a, as energetic releases uh, that happened and I kind of understand them a little bit more now. And I think through these practices of... Um, mindfulness and the mind-body connection and going deeper into my body and these self-inquiry I think this has led me to tapping into these uh, deeper emotions within myself and I think going down that journey of tapping into that has led to these emotional releases I would say that uh, at times like I said have been (laughs) overwhelming and scary and but I think and I feel and I kind of know really within myself that it's enabled me to to really love <laughs> at such a deep level these days and I feel like kind of most of my study these days is really about love and the practice of love and practicing love, like practicing being in love and um, fine-tuning it almost, like going into it as if it's like a study. And I said this to someone the other day, but what a beautiful thing to study, um, love, um, connection, union. Um, there's so many words I could reel off, but you know, what a beautiful thing to study in our life as humans, the the feeling of love or being in love. 
Uh, I guess by now, through this podcast, uh, for those that are listening, um, I guess it's becoming clear this is like a huge part of my life and the way I kind of navigate my life these days. And this word vulnerability came up the other day and um, I was talking to my partner about this, about um, how deep I'm able to go um, with my love with her actually and I think we both related that to the fact that we're able to be so vulnerable with each other but vulnerable but at the same time feeling safe and I kind of related this in some ways to my yoga practice and the mind-body connection that finding my edge within my practice and going into that space of the edge of my range of motion with my breath it feels kind of similar in some ways. It's like a similar practice where I'm going to this place where I'm uncomfortable and I kind of know I'm on the edge of something, but I'm kind of communicating with my nervous system that it's safe to go there. And then my mind, body, heart, tissues, cells, they they become more pliable and there's less resistance and then there's this ease and relaxation. And I find I'm, it's a similar practice uh, with love and falling in love and feeling safe and feeling um, that it's okay to be vulnerable in that space and um, to be courageous to go there, to let someone in and allow someone to love you in a deep way, which then is completely transversible in the sense that you can go there with them too and then there's this exchange. And it's probably one of the most beautiful things I've experienced and I'm experiencing currently where being in this safe space with someone who you trust to go to new levels of love and um, for me it's an experience, you know, it's like one of the best experiences in life because it taps into so many different sides to me on a physical, psychological, spiritual level. Um, there's almost a bit beyond words and I think there's levels of love, there's different layers and levels to all emotions and experiences and feelings but I just feel that through the practices I've had over the years, and especially the last few years, I feel like I've almost experienced new emotions related to being in love. Like, uh, I remember thinking this, that it's like I kind of felt like I re-experienced love or being in love. Um, you know, I think I said this before, but like literally feeling high, like you know, high, like uh, like a drug high, like fully. and But being in this blissful state along with it, that, um, yeah, it just connects you in so many different ways and so many different levels. And I do feel that this vulnerability thing is, is so key. And another word that came up through this discussion was um, self-love and... I'm not going to drop a load of cliche stuff around, you know, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. And But I've heard it quite 
often and the conversation I had with my partner around this, we both concurred that we both felt the same, that um, I don't think really until you can experience a deep sense of trust and connection with yourself that then that then opens you up to have that with somebody else. And then I think you're actually open to being in love and you're not blocking it or avoiding it or resisting it or or you're actually able to see it. And sometimes I talk about blockages within this podcast that we tell ourselves stories or we create resistance to something and even on a subconscious level that then doesn't allow that to come into our lives. But um, my partner, um, she won't mind me saying this, but uh, for her, she said it didn't feel like a blockage. It felt more like that she didn't know it was there. She kind of didn't know what to look for. And actually, for her experience of practicing self-love, being in a soft state with herself as a person and realizing that she was this beautiful human who is lovable and could have these experiences and kind of deserved it too. It kind of led her to just, she described it as like seeing a door or a door that she didn't know was there before. And I think that that's the journey I think some of us need to take is this um, belief and awareness that we are lovable and that we are good people and we deserve that within our lives, that we can have a deeply connected, spiritual, loving, intimate relationship with another human being, that um, we feel like floating, you know, gliding and singing and being in that state of heightened state of being in love and Obviously, we're not always going to be <laughs> that high, potentially. Uh, my teacher talks about this a little bit, you know, like one to ten. Maybe ten is, uh, maybe it's not good to be at ten all the time. But maybe like a six or seven is a nice place to cruise at. Um, but I think when we fall in love and we find that connection with someone, it's, uh, it can definitely feel like tens. And for me, it can feel like fifteens and twenties. But uh and it's a beautiful feeling to feel that way, the experience of uh, loving like that and being in love in this way with another human being. It's, uh, like I say, I think that's probably the best experience we can have, I feel, as humans, that beautiful connection with um, with someone. But I, I feel like you have to be vulnerable. And there's so many good people that have spoken about vulnerability with podcasts and YouTube videos and there's lots of, I won't kind of go into that too much, but um, I practice this a lot. I practice vulnerability a lot uh, within my relationship with my partner, but outside too. Like um, it's definitely something I'm conscious of and aware of. Um, the practice of being vulnerable and um, and I think for men especially, I think I mentioned this before and I thought this would be good to go a little bit more into details on it. I think this can be difficult, maybe even more difficult for men. I'm not going to put that out as a quote, but um, 
I think as men we're brought up to believe, and I was brought up this way, that you should be strong and um, stable and good at something and not so much on a, like a verbally conscious level but subconsciously too and this will give you what you want in life or stability and a partner, maybe a mate and children and things like this and I think for men, maybe vulnerability is seen as a weakness. And when I said this to my partner, she said, define strength. And I said, that's a good, um, that's a great observation. You know, what do you define as being strong? And we can look at lots of different ways to define strength in terms of physicality or emotional or discipline. I don't know, there's lots of different ways, but... For me, being vulnerable is one of the most courageously strong things you can do in your life. And I will emphasize this more so as a man too. That, And I don't mean this that women, like there's a discrepancy. I just feel that, especially as men, there's definitely an emphasis on maybe vulnerability being like a weakness. And, um, and I think that applies to both sexes. So I don't mean this in any way to do point out like a radical difference but uh, I think men definitely struggle with this a lot and uh, myself too even though I practice um, vulnerability a lot there's still a part of me that kind of I have to have a word with myself <laughs> you know and uh, check in because I think there's a part of me that still kind of has that there this sense that the performer the the part of me that feels I have to have something about me to be lovable in some way, something that can define Jay, something I'm good at, something that will, um, yeah, this will help promote me in some way to make me more successful or to have a mate and that will give me more love and more acceptance and all of these things and rather than just being like a kind humble, nice guy, or whatever you want to say, you know, it's this, I think there's a little bit of a cultural stuff around, you know, maybe the nice guys, uh, what did this uh, guy say, I'd rather be a good guy than an, a good man than a nice guy, and I think there's some sort of cultural things around this, around potentially like what could be seen as being weak. And for me, one of the most courageous things and hardest things I've done in my life is to be vulnerable with someone you love and really let go. And I don't mean this in the sense of um, losing yourself and your own sense of who you are or your own boundaries. Um, I just mean allowing someone into that part of you that is... Uh, I see it as it's raw, it's tender. Those are the words that come to mind when I think about being in this space with someone. And I'm saying this because I'm advocating going there because I think it has so many beautiful rewards and moments you can experience with someone that I think is life-changing and brings me into a complete state of flow. And I've mentioned flow on here before, like where time stands still. And I mean, literally, like 
I'm sure we've all experienced this, and if you haven't, then um, I think if you haven't experienced that with someone, then I think there's practices that can help you tune into being in love and being open to being in love. But being in that tender, open, vulnerable state with another person is, uh, yeah, it's like time stands still and you just you're just there you don't want to be anywhere else you're just locked in time becomes very relative and you lose hours and you're kind of in a bubble i guess and it's a beautiful experience but i from my experience this of there's layers and levels to this like i said but going into these deeper layers of that where this sensation is heightened and more intimate and deeper vulnerability has helped me go there and my partner being as vulnerable as I am in that space and trusting each other with this vulnerability that there's care the care that's involved in that to carry each other into this space is so lovely it's such a lovely thing to do and I think if you can find uh, a person to practice that with it's um it's life changing and it really does grow new layers and levels to a relationship I feel and but you have to be vulnerable <laughs> and it feels risky, yeah, you know being vulnerable feels like a risk in some way, I think, and I think we can take a little bit of risks in life. Otherwise, maybe we wouldn't be alive. A little bit of a risk is all right. And I think if you can find someone to go there with, where there's a high level of trust and intimacy, and then it's not so risky. And then you grow together and you open new doors for each other. And there's always this sense, again, of elevation and wanting the best for each other. And then that feeling and that, vibe how that kind of works with physical intimacy and other aspects of love is mind-blowing personally it's for me it's mind-blowing it's uh it's like another level you know it's like next level intimacy and connection and i think the vulnerability side of that is just you're in this beautiful tender space but uh it can feel a bit risky right so when I thought about this from uh, the aspect of um, Buddhism or Tantra or these other things I'm studying, I had a little bit of a, hmm, not sure how to explain this. I'm kind of figuring this out a bit as I go, right? So bear with me. But, you know, being in a state of love in general is great. You can love your friends, your family and your co-workers and the things, your your hobbies, your passions, and you can be in a state of love in those things where it's very neutral in a way. You don't, you know, you don't want for it or want to lose it. You just feel love. You feel a general feeling of love and connection for the things that you're connected to and the people you're connected to, and that's an amazing feeling. And, uh, you know, those things can come and go from your life and maybe that's okay and you... You don't have a possessiveness around that or a, um, you're loose around it. And I think that's a great space to be in. 
And there's a certain level of intimacy there too. And then I think there's um, another level, which is like what I'll describe uh, what I have with my partner, which is like where you're, you're really in love, you're in the state of love deeply. And there's a part of you that feels like it's, it feels like you're with that other person all the time. There's an exchange that's happened on a, I don't know how to describe this so well, but I can an energetic level. There's some kind of exchange between the two of you and you've kind of given a part of yourself to someone else and they've done the same and there's this nurturing kind of um, space you're holding for each other. And I was thinking about this, like, um, being in that space for me has taken me to other levels of love deeper and more powerful places of intimacy and connection and uh, yeah for me it's been mind-blowing you know just like experiences of connection and love with my partner in this space um, and I was thinking that maybe this is a harder place to be also because you also have the fear in some sense of losing that you don't want to lose that because it's so nice and you feel so connected and uh, again I think there's this little element of risk but I was thinking that um, if I went back to this sense of elevation and wanting the best for myself and my partner that fear kind of drops a bit because then I'm more back in the present and I'm just enjoying and connected to what I'm experiencing and whatever happens with this relationship will happen because fundamentally I want the best for her and myself and for us to expand and grow as humans and uh, and that just feels like a good place to be in that space with my partner and share that and then I was sort of having this conversation around well if I kind of pulled away a bit and didn't go so deep with her because then I would have a little bit more control and I think we all do this in relationships where we start to feel very powerful feelings towards another person. And there's like a, you know, this sense, you know, like when you've been on a roller coaster and it goes down or an elevator drops quick, you have that moment in your chest and um, you pull away a bit, you pull back a bit because you're like, oh, if I go there, maybe that's the point of no return. Maybe that's the place where I really let go and I, I fall, you know, falling in love. It's like falling, right? And uh, maybe that's a bit safer to be in that place, to pull back a bit and sit back a bit. Um, but my partner noted this actually, and I thought it was very smart of her, that, you know, that's also fear, isn't it? There's also a sense of fear around that. So then potentially you choose to not go so deep with somebody because of a fear of being hurt or that they won't feel the same or unrequited love, you know, that um, there's a mismatch or this or that and then the mind gets involved and we're on another journey <laughs> and we're on a different path. So I think there's lots of different layers and levels to love. And this is just from my experience at the time of in this time in my life. But um, 
being in the state of love is a great full stop and what layer and level you're at is great, whatever, because you can just be in that space and feel love for strangers and friends or whoever. And that's great. And so I'm an advocate of this, obviously, and it's something I'm promoting massively through this podcast is to tune into that state, be there. And for me, it's interesting going into these deeper layers with my partner because yeah, it's fascinating for me. It's like a, it's a fascinating exploration of love and going to what I would say are deeper levels of connectedness and intimacy and tuning into all the intuitive sides of that energetically, how in tune you are with each other and the way you think and feel and the physical intimacy side of that too and what that brings and this sense of connection as humans. And I I think um, having someone to practice that with, that you're in sync with and you feel safe with, to be that vulnerable is, for me, it's mind blowing. And I feel truly grateful to have a partner I can kind of go down that road with and feel safe in doing so. And I think sometimes it's hard for us to be vulnerable, especially if we've been hurt before. And I know, you know, we all have, (laughs) we all have been hurt before. And I think these things teach us some good things, but they also can put up some blockages and maybe avoid things that maybe it's all right to go into. And like I say, I feel the more I practice vulnerability, And self-love, the more I'm able to love, the more open I am to being in love. And I think that you have to be open to it. You have to be open to the concepts and the idea of being in love. It has to be in your consciousness of like, I deserve this or I'm looking for that. I want that. You know, I want a deeply connected experience with another human and that's what I want and I'm, I'm going to put my energy into that and I don't, you know, actually the conversation we had around this with my partner was like not running around grasping at it, you know, trying to fill some void but more just um, knowing what you want and knowing that it kind of starts with feeling that way a bit about yourself and knowing that that kind of comes within you a little bit. And again, I'm not going to drop a load of cliches about self-love. There's plenty of um, practices and very wise people who are wiser than me who have spoken very eloquently about self-love. But um, I think you get out what you put, you get back what you put out energetically. And I think if you're projecting a, a loving vibe and you feel good about yourself, who you are as a person, all of it, I think you're going to get that back. I think the universe and the vibe that you're putting out, which is it's reciprocal, you'll, you'll, you'll get that back into your life. And I'm not saying this from any, other fact that, from any other reason, the fact that this has been in my experience. And I think the more I talk to other people who have similar experiences, it's a similar theme. And... Um, 
I think it's good to share because I think we're all looking for that. I feel we all want deeply connected relationships and I think we all want to be in love. I think we all want to be in love. Maybe we don't want to be like Buddha level where we're just in some blissful state on our own regardless of life's ups and downs. Maybe that's not even possible, I'm not sure. But I think there's levels to that. But maybe we want to feel really connected to another human being or a group of human beings where we feel a lot of love and connection and maybe we're not allowing ourselves to, to go there. Maybe we feel we don't deserve that. Or maybe maybe we're not even we've never experienced that before and we're not even sure what that looks like or feels like to be really in love, like you're your heart and your body is just screaming at you to be with that person. It's like, a, you know, you can't ignore it. It's just like, wow, fireworks. It's, it's just like, uh, it's magical, yeah? That feeling, that like, oof, just a bomb's gone off inside your heart and it's just exploded with these thoughts and feelings towards another human and going into that the layers of that, deeper and deeper, peeling like an onion, going into these layers and layers of love within you and this other person and growing that together, that energetic feeling together is, uh, is amazing. But you're not going to find that, I think, if you're holding back and you're being reserved. You're not saying how you really feel. Maybe that poem you wrote you didn't send or... Uh, that message you thought about sending at night, you didn't send it because you don't want to be that, you don't want to instigate it. You know, there's a thousand things you could reel off of the things you might not do because of unrequited love. You might not, through fear, that that person might not feel the same. And But I think that the more you get in tune with your body and your intuition and that gut feeling, you kind of like, um, you kind of trust it anyway. And then it maybe doesn't feel so scary. And I remember a conversation I had with my partner was um, when we were kind of falling in love, actually, was around some of the things we were observing around our interactions. And she would say something like, yeah, I just kind of knew you felt that anyway. And I felt like that too. You, there was this connection that you kind of know you feel the same, but maybe the mind gets involved and questions it a bit and doubts it and then yeah you just need to check that and just go like thank you mind <laughs> I appreciate the little uh, check but I think I'm good and then I'm gonna talk openly with my partner about it and oh yeah you feel exactly the same great let's tick that and move forward and then go a bit deeper and yeah all of these things are kind of trust exercises I guess around whether you can trust someone else with your thoughts and feelings and your deepest desires and being very vulnerable about what they are, what you want and like letting go to some extent and being, uh, being open to what comes back without any sense of ownership or control but just trusting that you're in a good space with someone and it's going to lead somewhere good because it's coming from a good place. Your intention is good. 
your intention is to love that person and for them to grow as a human and your job in a way is to promote that and uh, you want the best for that person maybe that means it's not with you at some time but maybe that's okay I think when love is used and seen as some kind of control mechanism then it's something else I think to love deeply and from a place of vulnerability is beautiful, but it has to also be kind of free. It has to be open and uh, the objective is around elevation and to want the best for that person. And I think when you really love people, whether it's yourself, co-workers, friends, strangers, or your soulmate, you know, that person, the mother of your children, or the father of your children, or someone, that you just want them to be the best version of themselves that they can be, and you just want to promote the shit out of that. <laughs> Sorry for swearing, but I can't think of a better word, you know, it's like you just, you want to promote that as much as you can, and I think that, I don't know, for all the difficult places I've been in my life, and struggles I've had in relationships, it's always good to come back to that place of elevation and uh, what's, you know, what my teacher and friends say here, Kimmy around, you know, what's the greater good? Is this for the greater good? How does this help everybody? And I think that what helps me being in a very vulnerable state of love is that my intention is pure and good and it's, elevating, trying to elevate myself and my partner and the people around me. Um, and in a way that is that kind of mm, detaches the whole thing a little bit. And I don't mean that, that I'm detached from my relationship, but it kind of, it lightens it a little bit. You know, it takes away any sort of uh, sense of fear or control. It's just like, hey, you know, I want the best for this person and all the people around me. And kind of choices come will come from that place and maybe that means we do all these amazing things together for a decade or or not but um i guess time will tell when you see how that goes but fundamentally you know we all want the best for each other don't we we all want the best for the people we love and that are in our lives we want we want them to be happy and connected and healthy and safe and to feel good. And uh, yeah, I think when we think and connect from that place, then it just feels good. But um, yeah, coming back to the kind of main topic of the episode around being vulnerable, it's, it's definitely not a weakness. <laughs> you can feel a bit weak, you know, because you feel vulnerable, but it's just, it's totally a strength. It's, it's a lot, it's very courageous, I think. It's a very, you have to be courageous to be vulnerable because you're kind of opening yourself up. And, you know, why not? Like I say, there's no ticket out of this. this why not fall in love and be vulnerable while you're here? Why not experience that and explore that with another human being? It's like, uh, 
there's lots of things you can do while we're here, but that's for me it's definitely in the you know the, one of the top ones. Like why not? Why not dare to fall in love and be vulnerable with someone and open yourself up to what that feels like and then just jump, go deep, go into that la layers of love and vulnerability with someone and just see all the beautiful things that that kind of gives you back. And again, checking in with your intention as you go through that journey, I think will just guide you, keep you on a good track with it, you know, and uh, I guess if you have any doubts or queries, you just come back to that, that sense of like intention and the greater good and elevation and what that feels like. Mm. For me, like I said, this has like enabled me, I feel, to experience love in ways that I hadn't really imagined before when I was younger. And I've definitely been in love when I was younger. It's just, it's just different. I think just the layers and levels I'm able to kind of go to these days is, is different. It feels much stronger in a way and maybe there's more awareness around it too. And um, I think if you can meet someone who can go on that level with you, then it just it gets almost stronger, it's more powerful. It's like an energetic combination of the two of you fueling that feeling and promoting it and kind of um, growing it is like a super powerful thing. So, and I think the more you practice that self-love and you're more in tune with yourself and more in alignment, I think you're you're just going to draw people like that into your life. You're going to be more open to meet people like that in your life. And it's just going to be this energetic uh, thing that comes around. And I'm talking from a little bit, you know, I'm talking from my experience of how that's been in my life. That, uh, yeah, like you get out, you get back what you put out. And I think the more you practice that, the more return you get. It's, um, it's giving and receiving. So, I've, um, I think I've wrapped that up there actually, but um, it's definitely strength and vulnerability and being vulnerable is definitely a strength, it's definitely not a weakness and like I said, I think it really is the key to loving more deeply, not just yourself, but being able to go to these places with another human being and what that feels like and what it brings is just totally worth it <laughs> it's a hundred percent worth it so uh yeah okay thanks everyone i'll catch you again ciao